was kind of silly. She never told him, because it might have hurt his feelings. He helped her sit down on something soft. A bed, perhaps. Were they in his house? She'd asked him more than once where he lived, but he would only tell her that he lived with his family not too far away. She sensed that he didn't have a good relationship with them. Not everyone had a mother like hers, who loved her enough to not get into her business, especially since she'd left home. She knew she was lucky that way. Tonight, before they left her apartment, he told her he had a surprise for her. She'd looked up at him expectantly, hoping they were going somewhere special like the Grange, the big resort hotel a few miles outside Charlottesville. When he'd called to set up their date, he told her to put on something pretty, and she dug out a ruffled yellow sundress from the back of her closet and tamed her unruly hair as best she could. I know this sounds weird, but I need you to ride in the back of the car, on the floor. When she told him there was no way she was going to do that, he had asked her to please do it for him. It wasn't so much, was it? And didn't she like surprises? So she'd found herself on the floor in the back of the cutlass as they drove through the night, her dress crumpled beneath her, and her long red hair clinging to the picnic basket he'd laid on the back seat. She tried to convince him that she could sit beside him with the blindfold on, or just close her eyes, but they both knew she couldn't do it, which made them laugh. He kept the blindfold up front with him. Before they drove away, he put a Boz Skaggs cassette in the stereo and gave her a vial of Coke and the tiny spoon he always carried in his pocket. It's kind of a long drive, he said. I want you to enjoy the ride. His smile didn't quite reach his brown eyes, which were sometimes hard for her to examine under the shadow of his brow. Even though he was nineteen, a year younger than she, Michael seemed older than a lot of the university guys she met. The difference was in the things that he didn't do. Immature things like getting stupid drunk or tearing at her clothes when they made out. At first she'd tried to guess in what direction they were headed by paying attention to which way the car turned and watching the street lamps outside the window. But when she opened the coke, she had to concentrate to keep it from falling off the tiny spoon and quickly lost her orientation. After the coke, she got antsy. Her mother was always telling her not to fidget and poked her head up to take a quick peek out the window. Because she was only just a hair over five feet tall, she had to shift, getting onto her knees to see anything. But she made too much noise, and Michael admonished her, his voice loud over the music. Hey, don't look! She ducked back down, laughing nervously. He'd never sounded angry with her before. You'll spoil the surprise, he said. I just want you to be surprised. Chagrined, but still feeling playful, she told him she was sorry and promised to be a good girl. She hadn't been able to see a thing outside the window anyway. The streetlights had disappeared, and she had only seen her own face, pale and curious, staring back at her from the glass.
By the time he stopped the car, the Crosby, Stills, and Nash tape that had replaced Boz Skaggs was nearly over, and she was feeling carsick. The last few minutes of the drive had been slow, down a gravel road, but he still wouldn't tell her where they were. He bent over the front seat to tie the blindfold for her. Hold your hair. Just like that, to the side. I don't want to hurt you. It was more of a command than a request, but at least he was being gentle with her. When they had sex, he was also gentle. But always, when he came, she had a sense that he was holding something back, hiding a part of himself. Was it frustration? Anger? He didn't like to talk about himself or his feelings. Some guys were like that, and that was okay with her. She had secrets of her.